What's up, everybody, and welcome to Pierce Cast, the official podcast for Pierce College. My name is Joey Adams, along with my co-hosts Tony Grace and Nikki Erickson, and we just want to welcome y'all to the intro, the intro show. And this is just really getting to know one another because hey, we got Nikki. Nikki's a newcomer, uh, so we want to learn more about her. I got my guy Tony. We're gonna just bounce off some questions to get to know each other and then just dive into this Pierce College experience and go from there. What y'all what y'all think? I'm excited. I'm excited to bring some new info to the Pierce College community. We're going to be bringing you a lot of stories of things going on. We're going to hear from a lot of really cool people. And overall, we're going to really talk about how we're working towards our mission, which Joey did so well in introducing in the commercial. So I, uh, I think we should get right to it and introduce ourselves so our listeners can hear a little bit more and we can go from there. So, hey guys, my name is Joey Adams and I am the IT specialist here at Pierce College. And what I'm bringing to the table is I'm just, I'm a young black male navigating in this world. Um, I'm a father, twin boys, one of those being special needs. Um, I'm a military brat. I've lived all over the country. I even lived over in Europe for several years. Um, And again, navigated this educational system. student-wise all the way through community college to graduating from Central Washington all the way out in little bitty Ellensburg, Washington, for those of you out there in remote podcast world, um, just very, very small college town. But coming from there and, you know, with my background being in IT, you know, it's it's very, very unique, a very, very unique experience for me. Um, being a black male navigating that, not seeing many like me in those classrooms or teachers, um, and then transferring over into making it a career and just kind of being a walking unicorn, you know, starting in K through 12 out in um, Parkland, Washington. um, And then, you know, adding in, uh, having an opportunity to come to Pierce College um, and just grow, continue to grow in the IT field. But again, there's not yeah, there's not very many of us individuals or people of color, um, especially in IT. So I've always taken pride in just being kind of a trailblazer for that. Um, you know, having kids be able to see me and see that, you know, here's yet another possibility that they can achieve. Um, and so it was pretty cool to see that transition as well, you know, going from K through 12 and a lot of seeing a lot of those kids end up coming to Pierce College and remembering me from those elementary and junior high and high school classrooms. And they're like, yo, you moved up, like you went up to this college level too. And it's like, yeah, and be able to use that as motivation to tell them like, yeah, this this doesn't stop for anybody. Like anybody can do this and including you. And so um, I really take pride in that. But um, along with the IT side of it, you know, Pierce has really empowered me to really pursue my passion um, just like Tony, and that's, um, you know, really addressing the needs of uh, our underrepresented um, students, especially our students of color. Um, me being a black male, I really want to reach out to um, our other um, black male, black and brown males, and just all our students of color, and all and just all our students in general, but realizing that there's a need there um, for students um, who are really just trying to further their education and, and better their lives for themselves and their families. Um, but with all that said, you know, I know when to take care of business, but I'm really a, a fun loving guy. You know, I, I like to goof off. I like to, I'm still a big kid, still playing video games, still on the Madden, still doing all of that. I still 
I'm still on my sports. I'm a diehard Seahawks fan. I'm a, uh, I'm a player fan when it comes to basketball because until they bring my Sonics back, you know, that's my team. I'm a Sean Kemp fan, you know, that's a, I, I, so I can't, I can't cheer for teams necessarily, but until they bring my son. And here's the, this is the thing that like, I, you know, I need to, I need support with is the idea that now that we have kids, our kids have never seen a, a like a men's professional uh, basketball game yeah. ever. Like my kids don't even know who the gone, Sonics are. At I mean, they know because of me, but they wouldn't unless I there's no, there's no point of reference. There's no concept of of like what it's like in a packed key arena with, you know, people right on top of each other. And and, and GP is is handling the rock at the top and, and number 40 is about to go baseline like the, the that the the moment that magic. Right. There's no, there's no point of reference for that. And you, you but I show, I show him the highlights, but he's like, you know, this is, this is Steph Curry and LeBron's time. So my son is all, he's Tyson's always talking about Steph Curry and, and all that. And I'm like, come on, man. Like we got to get this Sonics thing embed, embedded in you. Like don't even pay attention. Like, yes, appreciate these guys, but we have a team. Just wait till they come back. Right. Man. And I feel like, I feel like there was a study where, they saw that Seattle was one of the largest basketball markets um, in the in the country for the simple fact that you can hoop indoors and it doesn't matter if it's raining or not. Right. So that and on, on top home, of that, shout out, shout out to the Seattle Storm. People don't even realize this. Seattle Storm is like what the Lakers and Celtics dynasties were like the Seattle Storm or what, like three, four time champs. They went, shout they almost went back. Shout out to just shout out to the ladies of the Seattle Storm, man. They like, almost man. went back to back. So they won that's this year. They they didn't take it home the year before, but that's because uh that's because, you know, Breezy was out. If if Brianna if Brianna was hooping last the season before last, they probably would have went back to back, right? Um but they won the first year, uh Brianna Stewart, what um her rookie year. So Stewie's rookie year, they won a chip. She got it. She was out for injury um, last year. She comes back. They win the chip again. So, like, that's that's definitely dynasty. See, and so thank you guys. That's that's what we like to call our sports segment of Pierce Cast. Um, those will be random throughout any episode at any given time. Just it's what, it's what we bring. It's what we bring. <laughs> it sounds like we need to get some of these athletes on for interviews. That would be amazing. What do you mean you have athletes <laughs> on for right now? You're talking okay. to well, greatness we've got the best right athletes now. here, in but we, my, in my head, <laughs> we need some outside athletes. I am Jim. I am Jim Rat of the year consistently in LA Fitness and all of those great places. We can worry. Yeah, can I can ball. I get your guys' autographs by the way? <laughs> sure thing. I don't know how much it's going, it's going to be valued at, but yeah, I get you afraid. Don't hate me when I say this, but I'm not that knowledgeable on all the sports things going on right now or in the past. So you guys can teach me some things on here. That's all good, though. That's what you exactly. have us for. <laughs> so hi, everybody. My name is Nikki, and I am the admin assistant for marketing and communications and also for strategic advancement. Um, I just joined the teams not too long ago, so just as we hit the new year in 2021, um, 
I'm also very new to the Pacific Northwest. So I'm originally from Southern California. I did grow up coming here in the summer uh, to visit family and all of that. So I'm a little bit familiar with the area. Um, but just like Joey, where he, you know, traveled and lived abroad um, for a while, I also did the same. Um, I come from a military affiliated background. I started traveling once I got into college. So I lived in Germany Austria, Spain, and Ireland, depending on the year. And, uh, you know, I studied there. I got my master's degrees there. And I also worked for a while. Um, but what was really great about all of that was I got to see a lot of diversity that I wasn't I wasn't seeing as much, you know, in the U.S. in terms of languages, cultures, backgrounds. You know, we have such an amazing mix here. And we also have so many amazing mixes around the world as well. Um, and so I was able to meet people from all over. It was amazing. I came back not too long ago to the U.S., actually right before, um, you know, the lockdown and everything like that. So I guess it was good timing in terms of being back uh, near my family and friends here. Um, and when I moved to the Pacific Northwest, I actually was really attracted to Pierce College community because of the mission, because of the the employees and the students and just really the possibility to help students in uh, reaching their educational goals. So uh, luckily, everyone in marketing, communications and strategic advancement liked me as well. And now I'm here on this Pierce cast with with Joey and Tony. And uh, I think that's pretty much everything for now. Sweet. So, I mean, alongside myself and Tony, we want to welcome Nikki to the Pacific Northwest, uh, Cali California sunshine to the overcast <laughs> of the great Northwest. But She's got the right pup for the Oh, yeah. She does. She does. She my does have the husky. Loves it. Yep. Yep. I've got a husky. As I rock my husky the... hoodie right now. There's no shade to you cougars See, out there, perfect. but she does have the right pup. <laughs> no, I. it's definitely getting used to the weather as has been you know, interesting, but at the same time, Germany was pretty similar. And, uh, you know, seeing my dog love it is, is, you know, worth it in the end. I kind of feel like maybe how you feel with kids and seeing them happy. And also the nature out here is amazing. I mean, the hikes and you can just go so far and you're in a forest just forgetting that the outside world exists. So I definitely really like that. See, and that's why while we bring the sports lens to it, you're going to bring that outdoorsiness and just hiking. Like, yo, guys, I just went hiking <laughs> at this spot. Like, have you guys seen these trails? And I'm going to be like, no, I have never seen that before because I've probably been hiking like twice in my life. But you have intrigued me to do that. So I need that. I need that kind of help. I, I Perfect. I got you're you. Gonna, I got you. You're some gonna cool find all these. I see on Facebook all the time how there's these hidden trails in Washington and places I've never even heard of. So I'm just gonna start asking you, or I'm gonna start <laughs> sending them your way. Like, hey, Nikki, check this out for me. Let me know if it's kosher, and I will go after. I would love that. I I honestly have a a pile of sticky notes here from you know whenever I talk to somebody on on Zoom, and they tell me about a hike that they've been to. I write it down, and then I just start going through the list and checking out the spots and also i i uh i often find myself just finding like forest service roads and old logging roads and just kind of going from there and seeing where they lead those are the coolest ones if you're trying to get away from the crowd so insider tip uh you know 
hopefully not everyone starts heading over there to the roads now, but speaking of getting away from crowds and, and being in this remote environment, uh, Joey, now that we got more time at home, is hiking something that you're going to be doing uh, with the boys? Um, how are you spending? How are you spending life at home? What's life been like? You know, it's uh, it's been it's been tough. Like uh, for my son Tyson, again, for those of you learning more about me, I have the twin boys, Tyson and Braylon. Tyson is. Uh, the most loving kid in the world. Uh, and he is, uh, you know, he's the one that we have in sports, um, big baseball guy. Like that seems to be his niche. I'm a basketball guy, so I'm really pushing that on him. But, and I've been coaching his teams for about the last three years, but that's been a big piece that's been missing is, you know, not having, you know, those organized sports or whatnot. So, you know, shooting hoops with him outside. Um, and then with Braylon, you know, obviously, uh, special needs. He he doesn't walk, but he has this this awesome um, wheelchair that we use. And so, you know, me and Tyson and Braylon are getting our walks around the neighborhoods. And you know, we got hills, we got trails, all all of that stuff. So we still get it in. I used to have one of those. Uh, what is that? Those little pool carriers for your bikes, for your mountain bikes. And you know, they used to love that when they were little. So um, have you have you heard of the white special needs bike? No, no. See, oh, I need to learn. Is I need to learn. Game changer. Oh, it's really? a game changer. W I K E. White special needs bike. Look okay. it up. It, it is a game changer. You talking about connecting uh, Braylon to your bike? You talking about going on hikes so you can take you can take the front apparatus off that would connect to your bike? And there's like a there's like stroller handles in the back, um, and he just posts he posts in the little canopy. And and so all of the issues that we have with um, st with strollers and wheelchairs navigating gravel, rocks, sand, grass, those things, they go out of the window because now you've got access to all of the places and spaces that you would if you were, um, you know, ambulatory, if you could walk. Uh, so look at it. Up. I mean, it's you know, I love I love it. I love I love the future. I just, I love what's coming. I love, you know, there's so much stuff that, you know, I have to be thankful for that we have now. Cause I realized that, you know, before there wasn't. And so I'm just, I'm, I'm so thankful for what we have now. I'm so thankful for the ideas and inventors out there that are putting all these, these mad scientist ideas together to, you know, just this better. Cause when you see the smile on these kids faces, man, it's just, it, it, it changes your entire being. Like, you, you know, it's, a, it's that moment, you know, when you're watching the Grinch and you see his heart warming up and you just say like, man, you can't, you can't be no Grinch. You can't be a grouch when you just see the smile on these kids' faces, man. So, you know, I'd, kudos, kudos to the innovators, the, the, the mad scientists out there creating for good, you know, and, and the ones that will be coming from Pierce, right? Cause we got those, we have those here at Pierce. My personal ulterior motive is is I'm just I'm uniquely interested in seeing what you look like hiking now. So <laughs> hey, you know what? I actually <laughs> bought some waterproof boots for the first time because I was tired of having 
there that's a first step i was step. tired of having shoes that when it rains out here like Fisher price my first one soggy my first yeah so i have soggy socks and it's like this is not good i don't like the feeling of this i feel disgusting <laughs> because my socks and shoes are wet right now for those like i don't know how you function with wet socks at all like there's well, Nikki, uh-uh. break it break it down for us nikki what what, what are the what 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 are the best practices for a great day in the mountains? What does that look like? All right. Like, like how, do you, how do you prepare for a great day in the mountains? So I actually, I have my little hiking backpack always ready in case I can just What's in the head out backpack? and start Check. hiking. What's in the backpack? Right. Okay. We should do one of those reveals where I take everything out and show, show everyone. <laughs> so I've got in my <laughs> hiking backpack, first you need water. And snacks, because I am not a happy happy camper if I'm hungry or a happy hiker, I guess, in this situation. So I've always got snacks. I've always got water. I have a pet first aid kit. Uh, I don't have a human first aid kit, but I figured I could just use things from my pet first aid kit, right? So, because otherwise there's just not enough room. So that's not a good tip for me. You do need a first aid kit for safety first. So, so how does the, how does a pet band-aid work on human skin? So a lot of the, you know, some of the stuff in there is just like gauze and tape. And I figured, I, I mean, I, I'm thinking it works the same. For me, my thought is, you know, it's more likely that my dog is going to get... Nikki is a young MacGyver. She's a young MacGyver. You're a young MacGyver that likes to put stuff together and makes it work. You know what it sounds like to me? It sounds like that Tracy Morgan commercial. I don't know the commercial. Tracy Morgan commercial. I was like, I think it's okay. I think this will work. <laughs> you know what, Tony? I'm gonna test it out after we record this and let you guys know if it works. <laughs> <laughs> but I've got okay. I've got a first aid kit. In general, we'll just call it a first aid kit. And then what else do I have? Actually, something that I that I put into the first aid kit is I have um, tweezers as well in case you get splinters or anything like that. Um, and then for my dog specifically, just wait, just curious, like how often are you touching trees and stuff too? Right? Oh, you should have like, seen me on the last hike. We were like bushwhacking through this overgrown trail. So I, okay. So an authentic hiking experience means you're going to touch a lot of trees. Yeah. You're not going to just walk. Oh, yeah, you're going to get dirty. Walk. You're going to touch everything. When you sign up with hiking with Nikki, this is extreme hiking. <laughs> Get it together. Touching is extreme. This is extreme. No, I'm saying we're you're hopping over down trees. You're jumping over canyon (laughs) canyon openings that have death drops down below. So I'm talking about real cliffhanger stuff. Oh yeah. Oh, you always want to have carabiners too, and some you know like bungee cords or rope or whatever. And and see. Real Ace Ventura. And Joey, I actually always carry an extra pair of socks. I've learned that. Here, especially in the Pacific Northwest, you don't want to be hiking See, with wet socks. I knew that. So you are correct. Nobody <laughs> likes walking around with soggy socks. Like so, those are those are the main things that are in the the backpack. And then I've got you know poop bags and stuff for my dog. But uh, it's mostly stuff for my dog, and then water and food. And those are you know, those are the the big things that you want. So is it like you know a good a good work day, like a good eight hour? hike or longer or shorter what's the what's a what's a good window i kind of i kind of base it off the weather and where we're going 
And but I like to leave at least, you know, six to eight hours open in the day so that, you know, if we're on a really cool trail that keeps going or if we find a road that goes off in another direction, we can take that. Um, so and what I really like to do is also backpacking, which I haven't done right now because it's been pretty wet. And, I, you know, backpacking is you obviously don't want it to be super wet. So I actually really like, you know, going out for a weekend, finding a super long trail um, and, you know, getting out and camping along the way and just having, you know, a big backpack. And uh, that will hopefully be starting up again soon. But yeah, I'd say six to eight hours. So terminology, terminology, define backpack versus camping. Like, is that two different things? So backpacking is when you hike into a camp spot, basically. So you hike for, you know, 8 to 12 or, you know, even more miles, and then you set up camp there. So backpacking, you've got to take everything with you. And then camping is you could potentially just drive to a spot, set up a tent, or camp in your car if you want, and then, you know, you have everything there. And then glamping is when you have the wicked RV like the Fockers, where it yeah, has exactly. everything you need <laughs> an RV, you can shower, watch TV, and that is my style right there. No doubt. No doubt. I like a good shower. That's, 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 it's nice for everyone around you. To do, so, you know? so backpacking is like your legs are the transport. Yes. Yeah. And you carry whatever you want to take with you pretty much so you know i'm not interested in backpacking <laughs> well you know what what's great is everyone's going to see a transformation of all of us from the first episode of this podcast to, to who knows how long we're going to have tony you're going to be backpacking joey you're going to be eating vegan recipes Ooh, that tony and i bring to you ask. i'm going to learn about sports so it's a win win we're all, this is all a growing. In the college community, it'd be better as a result. Like it's wins all around. Yes. Everyone's going to know what, what Pierce College has going on and the great things that it's bringing. Um, Tony, did you, uh, did you want to give one more, one more run through? Yeah. So, so, so home life for me has been um, a hot mess to say the least. Hot, hot, hot mess. Um, like Joey, uh, my oldest is uh, special needs. Um, and so that, you know, that comes with its own set of unique challenges. Um, but at the end of the day, like she is, her name is Amaya. Uh, we call her Amaya's in grace. Um, she is, she is tough as nails. Like they just don't make them any tougher than her. She, she takes heavy, 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 heavy meds to fight epilepsy, still able to crack a smile, still, right? Like still wants to engage and participate in everything. And so, you know, and Joey can attest to this, like our job is to eliminate the barrier so that she can do that. Um, and that's my promise to her. Um, and then I've got, um, uh, my, uh, just, uh, she just turned six peaches. And so she's kind of like all over the place too. One of the things that has been um, unexpected was how much access I've had to their learning inside of their classrooms that I would have never gotten um, otherwise. And I, and I say like, you know, with pounds of respect, 
pounds of respect to um, those who have lost work, who have lost family or friends or loved ones, um, anyone who has lost anything as a result of, of COVID, like pounds of respect. And I say this with the privilege of knowing that I haven't lost in those ways. It has been an unexpected gift to be home and be a part of my girls' lives in a way that I would have never had to, um, had access to otherwise. And so um, as, as messy as it has been, I'm grateful for every minute, for every opportunity. I've learned a lot. I've learned a lot about learning um, in general. I've learned a lot about my girls' learning styles and how I can best advocate on behalf of those styles. And that also informs how I advocate on behalf of students at the college as well. It's, it's kind of like a full circle thing for me. Um, and so when the girls went back to school in early February, I was immediately more productive at work, right? But there was this there was this piece where I was like, uh, uh. I'm missing something. I don't like it. Right? I'm like, I don't like this. Right. So, um, yeah, that was unexpected. It was, it was, uh, it got to a point where I finally got used to having them, you know, photo bomb my, my zoom meetings and all those things. And then when it wasn't there anymore, I was like, there was a, I was experiencing loss in that way. So that's my thing. And, uh, I think, you know, that, that your take and your perspective on that is really inspiring, especially during such such times, you know, with COVID and the lockdown and everything like that, um, focusing on the positives and, you know, the takeaways from it is really important. And I, I know we're running out of time, but have, you know, both of you being fathers, have your kids expressed any, um, you know, intense feelings or emotions, um, you know, in terms of navigating this world virtually now and no longer being able to go to school and see their friends or, you know, do go to the movies with their parents or their friends and things like that. Was that really difficult for them to navigate it? I think it was. Um, so for me, me being IT, my boys were always around computers and tablets and all that. And really, it's fair to say kids these days are, are, are themselves are all around tablets and stuff. So I think that transition for kids was fairly easy. I think what I didn't realize until maybe a couple months ago is just that true dynamic of that, having that social um, uh, spaces, you know, being in a classroom with their, with their peers and with their teacher. And um, so now uh, Tyson does hybrid classes where he goes into class um, two times a week and then does uh, remote work the other times. And, you know, I did see the excitement, you know, coming out of school and just what he really missed in that social aspect of just having that um, and being able to just kind of, you know, have recess and have these different subjects and have a structure where he's sitting down and doing that work instead of being at home. Cause you know, even us as adults, we're sitting in that house and we even get antsy cause we're sitting in the same exact place doing work and then turn around and it's home. So you're still right there in your living room or wherever you're at. And so, you know, that need to just get out and, you know, I, I, that is that and it was tough, you know, because I have two of them and one of them I'm, I really have to be very careful with being high risk. And so it's finding that balance of, hey, I need to make sure that Tyson has his full spectrum of life. <laughs> but then I need to make sure that Braylon has that as well. And, you know, having that that balance and and it's been it's, it's challenging for sure at times. But, 
you know, there's no manual to this parenting thing. You know, you just try and figure it out day by day. Definitely. And I think, too, I mean, especially what I found um, that maybe was a bit unexpected is really making sure to separate work and your personal life as well because now we all work from our kitchens or bedrooms or wherever and it's it's sometimes I find it and I'm sure other people do a little bit harder to turn that off switch you know turn it off once it's time to just relax and wind down and you know take a break and not burn out or anything like that because you know you're not really separating your workspace and your living space anymore. Yeah, and we're we're big around it. I mean, for for those who don't know Pierce College, Pierce College is a district. We're actually made up of three different campuses. And so, um, like myself and Tony, we are out at the Puyallup campus. It's located in um, Puyallup, Washington. Um, and then we have our Fort Stillicum campus, which is located in Lakewood, Washington. And then um, we have our JBLM, which is our military campus. And so you heard... Nikki speak to it and myself, you know, we're both uh, extension of military families, you know, I'm the son of a retired lieutenant colonel. Um, and so, you know, that's, that's huge, you know, shout out to our troops. Thank you so much for, for your service. Um, and, you know, but that's, that's big. We, we have so many different um, avenues uh, and just um, environments that we're bringing to the table with Pierce and just trying to figure out how to pursue mission in all those different environments that look very different. And so being able to meet the needs of, of those um, in all, in all contexts, I guess. Exactly, Joey. It is so important to really put in the effort to meet the needs of our students in all contexts, like you said. And that reminds me of something that Tony said earlier about how he's using the inspiration he gets from his daughters and how he applies that to his work. So Tony, can you elaborate a little bit more on that for us? Yeah, so uh, my name is Tony Grace. Um, I am the student success manager for the Office of E-Learning. I'm a district employee and uh, I've been working for the college since uh, 2008. So for a, a little while now. Um, and it's been fun. It's had it's, it's been challenging. Um, and I would say, you know, none greater than the challenge that we're currently facing, which is which is how to do this work in COVID. Right. Uh, and and, you know, so a lot of my work um, during COVID has been focused around um, students ability to access and engage with resources, with um, with services. Um, and even even help seeking um, with a, with a spotlight on uh, men of color students, and um, it's that it's that element of of help seeking um, that I'm kind of personally interested in in dismantling um, for the college as it relates to men of color students. So like, there's this there's this concept of um, <clears throat> bootstraps, pulling yourself up by your bootstraps. Um, which has always been kind of a, a thorn to me because um, I imagine that the folks who originally started saying, using that language are, are folks that have the resources to pull themselves up by the bootstraps, right? The, the idea that understanding bootstraps in and of itself is a resource. And so to, to, um, to have the, the resources to pull yourself up by a bootstraps assumes that everyone else does. And so there's also like 
there's this other element to that um, as it relates to men of color. Uh, Jay-Z has this song called um, Justify My Thug. And, and the title in and of itself is like a topic for another conversation, like why you would need to justify your thug, right? And, and even the idea that um, the word thug, when we, when we think about the word thug, nine and a half times out of 10, we're not thinking about folks with blonde hair and blue eyes, right? So just the title alone, there's a lot to unpack with that. Um, but in in the song, he says, um, he says, uh, I'll tighten my belt before I ask for help. I'll tighten my belt before I ask for help. And that that idea, that principle is something that um, I would say generally in the culture of men of color that we take with us. And there's a there's a lot of layers that kind of go into that into that I ideology. Um, and, I, and Brene Brown kind of picks up um, this idea of the shame and should in some of the some of the topics and conversations that she's had and, and basically saying that you can use the word should as a way to impose shame on people. So when you say things like you should pull yourself up by your bootstraps, you're kind of you're you're in, you're imposing both of those elements at the same time. So you've got you got some shame in there and you also have the idea that there's resources that you should be using to pull yourself up, ignoring the historical precedence of, of where we're at as men of color and especially men of color in the in the world of education. And so um, we tend to avoid help seeking. And so that's one of the areas where like particularly in COVID that I, that I kind of have my eyes open and want to shine a spotlight on and really dismantle and help bring men of color students into um, a new realm that, that it's okay to, to, to seek and use help, right? Like we've always been stronger together. We've always done things to even like even way back, we've always hunted in packs. We've always gathered in packs. Like we've never, the idea that you are by yourself supposed to manifest this success um, without the help of others is just kind of ludicrous to me in and of itself. So a lot of, that's a long way of saying like a lot of the work that I've, that I've been focusing on in COVID is, is how um, students, particularly men of color students, access uh, resources and services and how they are seeking help. And that right there is so crucial, Tony, man. Thank you so much for bringing that up uh, because it's a small glimpse into what our listeners can expect from our official launch of episode one for the Pierce cast, where we will be recapping uh, what Pierce College did during the month of February, AKA Black History Month. Um, the kind of events that were put on for our students, faculty and staff, support structures that are continuing to be built out um, grown and perfected so that we can just build that inclusion environment that we want for everyone who comes through those Pierce doors. So stay tuned for that. And with that said, I want to give a big shout out to my co-hosts, Nikki and Tony. Big shout out to our producer, Kate, and the Marcom team. Uh, couldn't do it without you. And stay tuned. We'll see you at episode one. Peace.